This is the Wake Up Rundown from Newston ABC. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. It is February 18th, and I'm Jasper Gancy with your Storm Tracker forecast. All right, friends, winter has returned, so as snow continues to fill in across the area throughout the mid to late morning, it will quickly transition here in Albany to wintry mix, then rain by the late morning, more so early afternoon. But this morning, even as that snow starts filling in, especially between 6 to 8 o'clock this morning, just watch for some slick travel. Highest amounts will always be to the north and northwest. Any snow throughout that morning drive can slow you down just at times, but I don't think we expect much more than a coating to maybe an inch here in Albany if we get that before transitions to a wintry mix to rain. You could pick up a few inches, two to four, from Glens Falls through Lake George, and again, you will get the chance for highest totals of, say, four to six, if not seven or eight inches in southern Adirondacks. That's northern Herkimer County, northern Fulton County, going into parts of northern Warren County as well. Today's high of 40, that'll be reached right around 4 and 5 o'clock, so a late day high when we hit 40. That means that, again, changes to rain. A soggy drive home, it's breezy today, and tonight we drop back to a low 31. We can't rule out some evening showers as late as maybe 9 or 10, but then we dry out overnight. Watch for some refreeze early tomorrow, potentially. Otherwise, it's about the winds on Wednesday. Gusting as high as 40-some miles per hour. It's sunny, it's dry, but it's windy. And we begin a stretch of sunny, dry days tomorrow, well through the weekend. In fact, we'll take a bit of a cool down by Thursday into Friday morning. We're back to 40s for the weekend. Not bad for February. Here's a look at your headlines. In the news today, some loud booms, flashing lights may be seen in Amsterdam as the city starts their crow dispersal today. This is a safe process of scaring the birds out of the area. Wildlife biologists, several other agencies will be safely scaring the crows today through Friday. Some of the non-lethal methods being used include pyrotechnics, uh, you know, firecrackers, lasers. The dispersal will be conducted from 4.30 to 8 tonight, so be aware of that. The area around Washington Park seeing more than a dozen vehicles damaged in less than a week. 15 cars damaged this past weekend. Albany police asking you to keep your personal belongings out of sight and park in well-lit areas. They do not have a motive at this time. A half-moon man will face sentencing after pleading guilty to several charges back in January. 69-year-old James Satellino of Half Moon accused of drugging and sexually abusing two children under the age of 11. According to Sheriff Zerlow, investigators discovered revealing photos of the children when they executed a search warrant at his Andrea Court apartment. His sentencing is scheduled for 9.30 this morning. An investigation is underway into an unattended death that resulted in multiple hazmat teams responding to the scene in Charlton. The Saratoga County Sheriff's Office says an unknown chemical was found at a home on Crooked Street. They do not know what may have caused the death specifically, but the fire chief says there is no danger to the public. investigating a late-night shooting mm -hmm. that sent a man to the hospital. News to NBC's Juliana Bruno live this morning with some new information coming in just this morning. Juliana. Good morning, Ryan and Christina. Yes, this man was shot last night around midnight in the area of 101st and 6th Avenue, and police tell us that it was the result of an armed robbery. Now, again, that call came in close to 11.45 p.m. The man was taken to Albany Med. We uh, know that those injuries are non-life-threatening. Detectives are continuing to investigate this incident, but there are no suspects at this time. Obviously, details very limited right now, but we are learning more as the day goes on, so stick with us on air and online. Reporting live in Troy, Juliana Bruno, News 10, ABC.
time now for this morning's Giving on 10, and we're highlighting a local nonprofit. We talked about this mm -hmm. earlier, and they're kicking off the annual fundraiser for a very good cause. 11th year for it, Project Cameron's story, collecting books to donate to neonatal intensive care units all over New York State. You're looking at the Book Raiser Party hosted by Northshire Books yesterday up in Saratoga Springs. The organization has donated thousands of books in memory of Cameron Courtiers, who was born premature. Cameron's family started the book drive after he died. It's a way to help others with babies in the NICU. My brother passing away was very sad and unfortunate, but I feel like some people only focus on that. And we also try to focus, especially this weekend, on celebrating his birthday and how long he was with us and kind of celebrating the time we had with him. Is mm -hmm. she a great spokesperson She's for Project fantastic. Cameron's story or what? Strong little girl. They're collecting books until the 20th, and we have the drop-off locations for you on our website. Check Certainly it out do. at news10.com. So here's your daily reminder. Write, tell us about people giving back to this community, helping others in need. Send us an email to news at news10.com or leave it on social media, but use that hashtag givingon10 so we can highlight those stories on air and online. Well, happening tomorrow, Albany County's Green Island community coming together to support the victims of a car crash that killed a teen and injured three others. Students are holding a fundraiser in memory of 17-year-old Brandon Sylvester, who was killed after being hit by a car on February 8th. Three others from the Heatley School were also hit and injured. Prior to the accident on 787, a teacher at Heatley had planned a night out for students for doing well on their regions. But after the loss, the students decided to dedicate that night to their classmates. The way these kids have handled it, they're devastated and, and you, you can't talk to them personally about it without them tearing up and having a difficult time. But as a group, the closeness of this community has simultaneously augmented the tragedy. The group is calling the event a celebration of life to support their fundraiser. You can drop by the Slide and Dirty restaurant in Troy on Wednesday between 5 and 8 p.m. There are feelings of relief in Florida and all over following the horrific crash in the Daytona 500 yesterday that sent star Ryan Newman to the hospital. His injuries we now know are not life threatening. Crash was brutal. The news incredible. When you see this crash, if you haven't seen it yet, warning, it's a little hard to watch yeah. here, okay? Final lap of the race. Newman in the lead, nearing the finish line. He's hit, spun into the wall, his car flips over. And then he's hit on the driver's side door at race speed. That car doing nearly 200 miles an hour. Mm. Stops sliding across its roof here. You see flames igniting there. EMTs rushing in. The 42-year-old Newman was taken to the hospital. And after two hours, NASCAR announcing that his injuries were not considered life-threatening, which was the good news. He remains in serious condition. And that news met with cheers from all the fans waiting outside that hospital for the update. After the race, Daytona champ Denny Hamlin telling reporters he's hoping Newman has a speedy recovery. Hopefully uh, we're, we're, we're praying for the best and uh, we know Ryan's a heck of a tough guy and uh, so we're, we're going to hope, uh, hope he uh, comes out of this good. And we will of course continue to follow any updates on his recovery process. Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.